0: Hi, this is Mike. I was just calling to see if that job that you offered was still available. Yes. The security guard. I will take anything.
1: This place was huge in the 80s with the kids. They shut it down years ago. The owner's just not ready to let
2: it go yet.
0: I will work and you will sleep. I understand.
2: All you have to do is keep your eyes on the monitor. Welcome to Freddy Fazbear's, where fantasy and fun come to life.
1: Okay.
0: You must be new security guards. Can I uh, help you, officer? Have you met them yet? Met who? Them. missing the police searched freddy's top to bottom hello they never found them it's why the place shut down there are ghost children possessing giant robots thanks for the heads up technically they're animatronics what do they want they want to make her like them puppy Tell me how to stop them. <laughs> it's too late.
2: <laughs> Bobby, go! Where to? Why do I always get the weirdos? And welcome back to the Cinematic World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have a very special review here on the podcast. We are talking about Five Nights at Freddy's. Before we get into the review, we are joined by some guests from the Nightmares team. First, we have Jordy. Jordy, hello.
0: Hello. Thanks for having me to talk about Five Nights at Freddy's.
2: It's very good to have you here, as always. We're also joined from the Cinemania World team and the Nightmares crew. We have Tyler. Tyler, hello. How are you?
1: Hello. I'm great. Very exciting. We finally, after all these years, have a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Well, for better or for worse, I guess, depending on how you feel about the film. <laughs> but I am I am excited to talk about it regardless.
2: Yeah, it's very good to have you here, as always. All right, everyone. You heard Tyler. We are talking about Five Nights at freddy's here on the podcast today we are going to be getting into the movie just reviewing it and all that and uh yeah so i guess let's just get right into it let's go right into the review i'll start with you tyler what did you think about five nights at freddy's
1: Oh, man. Um, I mean, for me, at least, just, I guess, added context, uh, you know, I am familiar with the games to some degree. I wouldn't say I'm like a hardcore fan, like a lot of people have been, because I mean, I mean, I played the games, a few of the games growing up, and then, you know, I've read some of like the, I guess, supplemental material, because there's like books and stuff now, too. But I wouldn't say I'm like a massive fan compared to like Marvel or DC or a bunch of other horror, you know, franchises. But I still, you know, understand it enough and like it enough where I was excited to finally get a full-length actual live-action film, because it's been in developmental hell for almost a decade now. And, you know, going in as a fan, there were certain things I did enjoy about it, and I mean, there's also aspects to it I didn't enjoy as much. I wouldn't say I overwhelmingly loved all the decisions, which I'm sure we're going to get into the, the pros and cons, but I think for the most part, it achieved what I expected as a fan. I mean, there were a couple shortcomings, but I overall had a fun enough experience watching it. You know, I don't think it was as scary. I would have, you know, I, it wasn't as scary as I would have liked, but I think there's enough fun elements, particularly with the the animatronics, whenever they do appear on screen. And I also just love seeing Matthew Lillard again on screen, especially in a horror film in this type of role. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it builds a solid enough foundation to go forward and potentially have much better follow-up installments. Because it's, it's not a perfect introduction, but I think it, it lays enough groundwork to have a solid franchise ahead of it.
2: Right. Um, all right, let's go to you, Jordy. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I pretty much agree with everything Tyler said. I I think as somebody who's not like... <laughs> well, like, I, I'm also not like a huge... I didn't play it growing up like a ton, but I was obviously aware of it. I had tried to play it, but it was always too scared. Um, but I, I knew, you know, the atmosphere and like everything about it. So I was excited to see this movie. And I think like it nailed all of that for me at least. And I thought the whole just like atmosphere of Freddy's and the lights and the sounds and the animatronics and everything it just like really hit that mark for me and yeah sure I think it it was missing some jump scares because I feel like for for this game it made sense to like just load it up on jump scares and I personally would have loved it to have been more scary um, but I think you know the whole theater was having a good time like I, I like to say like this movie and kind of like Megan are like those like quirky horror movies so it's like Kind of ridiculous, and you kind of have to just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. just just take it all in because it's not going to be perfect. It's going to be bizarre and wacky, but I think yeah, like to Tyler's point, like I had a fun time with it. So I walked out of the field, can't speak. Walked out of the theater feeling pretty good. So,
1: are you there,
2: Dwayne?
0: Oh no,
1: Dwayne. He couldn't handle it.
0: He couldn't handle it.
2: No, I'm here. I'm here. I was talking. My mic was muted. And my mic was oh. muted. But I'm, I was saying <laughs> that of... I think I think you guys I was saying I think you guys liked it more than I did because maybe you guys saw it in theaters and I didn't see it in yeah. the theater, I... I, I think I that know. does help. I think that does help yeah. with the
1: overall experience. Because, I mean, there are some films, for sure, especially the big superhero movies, where I think they are benefited by seeing it with a packed audience of fans.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. like... I think... I watched a like lot of Like, the... playing off
0: this audience. Go
2: ahead. Yeah, Oh, so... I was just
0: going to say, I think, like, it plays well off of the audience because you can hear everybody else chuckle at, like, certain moments, and I think that adds adds a different level when everybody else is kind of... Laughing along with you,
2: yeah. So I, I feel like if I did see it in theater, I probably would have been more like, oh, you know, I had a good time. The audiences, the audience was fun, but I didn't. So I have to go by what I did see and how I watched it. I watched it. I watched it at home yesterday. Finished it this morning, um, and I don't know what it. It, it's nothing really hit for me at all. I think I guess me, pretty much. The way it starts in the setup and, you know, I need a security. Like, you know, what you hear in the trailer, I need a security guard and you got to go to this creepy place. And I loved, I liked all that stuff. And then, like, you know, getting into the actual pizzeria and seeing the animatronics, all that, all that stuff was cool. I just didn't like all of the dream stuff. I, I just, I could have dealt with all that. Yeah. And maybe because I was going, I don't, I, I, I never played this game. I heard about it all the time and I just like never got around to it. It was always in the bin at like GameStop, you know, recently and it's it's there and I just I never really got around to it. So I don't know the lore. I don't know if that's in the game, all that dream with the little kids with the bloody eye. It was, it was, they were just terrible. And like uh, The, the Five Nights Shit. at
1: Freddy's lore is, is insane. Like,
2: just, I heard that too. Like I heard the lore <laughs> is like pretty much made by fans. And I'm like, what? So I really don't know. I don't know anything about all that, but like the movie itself, I was into like the slasher concepts of it. I mean, but that's, that's just me. I'm a slasher fan first. It's like, it I, I was into all of that, even the way it, the, the you know the opening kill. I mean that stuff is fun and cheesy and cool. And then when you get into the actual animatronics, there's like a scene when they actually do take out people, and I was like, this is fun. But then when you get into like uh, the the sister and the. Uh, I'm having dreams. Yeah, the, dr- the dramatic storyline. I guess shit it's just tough. did not work for me at all. I guess
1: it's what it, I mean. It's a tough task for this type of movie when it comes to having a big kill count because it's supposed to be a rundown, abandoned pizzeria, and yeah, pe- yeah, people aren't people aren't going to be flocking to it. So they literally had to write into the scripts these people going to trash the pizzeria and, and to have a kill, you know, a bunch of kills. So it's, it's tough yeah. in that regard.
2: Maybe I would have liked the movie more if it got into like cabin of the woods type shit, where it's like a group of people like breaking into it, and we just like fuck with them the entire night, and they get picked off one by one. But mm-hmm. I do like the I do like the angle of a security guard has to watch over it or whatever and stuff like that was that was cool. And the music I liked, and some of the sounds from the you know it was a very creepy vibe. But then it would. I don't know. I've, I I I personally a lot of the times felt like the tone did not know what it wanted to be because one of Hannah's fate one of Hannah's things about it is that it's like campy and I'm like no it's not until like the end and stuff because uh, the movie it takes it really it's, seriously at times. It's,
1: it's I agree I agree to an extent because I do yeah. think the tone it's very tonally inconsistent. But I think that is kind of in line with the video games because they are I mean I mean they weren't originally but I mean they are kind of geared more towards <laughs> a younger audience. Cause they they are horror video games, but they have right, definitely right. they definitely that's why the PG that's PG thirteen because it's a it's a more like teenage kind of audience, and they didn't want to alienate them by having this over the top bloody. Yeah. Affair, which would I think would have been amazing, of course, you know, selfishly,
0: maybe by but, the third one,
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, but that is, but th- I agree about the tonal inconsistency because they're trying to t- they're trying to ride that line of horror and comedy, and mm-hmm. sometimes I do think it did work better than others. I do think it is kind of jarring when you go from one scene of these animatronics brutally murdering people, and then like a scene or two later, they're like building a fort and we're having like this fun. Comedic moment. Yeah, inside I was of the baffled. Pizzeria. I was like, "What the
2: fuck?" <laughs> was like, what? And then
1: you cut, and then you cut back to the the family drama with Mike trying to fight for custody of his his sister.
2: Yeah, it just. I know it's called Five Nights at Freddy's, so like you have to extend the days, but I I think I would have rat when I watched the trailer. It felt like we were getting one crazy bombastic night of just madness and horror and stuff so and like when he go he first goes to the place. I'm like oh, okay now it's gonna ramp up here we go and then um he just leaves I said oh okay you know so <laughs> he's like back home and he's having breakfast and I was like oh all right and then uh he just goes back and I was like I uh, man, I don't know dude it's not it just wasn't I don't know um Jordy did you how did you feel about like Tyler said some of the tonal changes in the film did it did it did it bother you at all did you notice it as much as i did and stuff like that
0: i yeah i because i totally can see and like agree i don't think i don't want to say anything bothered me with the tone but i will agree the dream stuff i did not like that i thought that a lot of the times like it, it continuing to go back to his dream and like that would take you out of any sort of like suspense or any type of like story progression it just kind of like felt like then you were going back and you were seeing the same dream again even though there'd be like little minor you know tidbits to discover in it it was still like i mean it was very repetitive yeah they
1: they kept adding more stuff each time just little by little but
0: little and like nothing that was like that monumental so for me i was like oh my gosh i like over these dream sequences and like my only other complaint out of that too was just kind of like how they set up like Mike getting this job and how it connected um, to his past and stuff. I kind of would have rather him just had been smart and, and as somebody so consumed with like guilt for his Mm -hmm. brother disappearing that he would have been like, Oh, this Freddy's place has a history. I'm going to get a job there and see if I can figure it out. And it'd be more of like him kind of being a detective like Almost instead of, kind of just of like thing. having a dream. Yeah. yeah like instead of just yeah. having a dream.
1: I I do think it is awfully convenient for the sake of being convenient in the movie that he just so happens to get get the job. He he just so happens to be fired and gets hired at a job of the place where the person that potentially stole his brother (laughs) was. Yeah, it was really just
0: like, I did not like that. I was like, I mean, I love Matthew Lillard. What
2: are the chances
1: of that happening? It was a
2: lot. Yeah, Yeah, it's just a... (laughs) It just felt like a lot of plot lines to me. It was like, it was that. It was was I need a job. It was oh my my brother's gone. He's took he's taken. Oh my sister, I'm gonna lose custody. Oh this this whoever this this blonde lady is is like trying to get her. Um, We have Elizabeth Lail just kind of I don't know you know. So I was like, this is and then the animatronics are like kind of there, but then there's times where they just they're just gone. And I, I don't know. I think I think a nice hour and thirty minute crazy night at the at Freddy's would have been like uh, I don't know, it just would have been more impactful. Like some something like no one no one will, will uh save you, like how that is just one night of just the aliens mm-hmm. and yeah um and mm-hmm. you know, Caitlin Dever kinda go I I kinda like that, but inside this thing. I know you can't do much, but I don't know i don't know it was just i feel like i feel like
1: that's something they could do for a sequel though because the groundwork is laid out and the way they conclude things and set up stuff for a potential follow-up with other characters which i'm sure we'll get into with with spoilers because there's some stuff that i can talk about i guess that i remember from the video games that they changed but that's like but if i say it now it's kind of (laughs) spoilery
2: we can go into i mean we can go into spoilers if you want now honestly because uh I mean, I got uh, the movie was all
0: right. Let's do. <laughs> okay. Well, well, the first, well,
1: the well, the first, well, the first thing is the. Well, I mean, hold- unfortunately, I guess it's it's the marketing's fault in the way that they marketed it. Like, that's part of what ruined the mystery angle. Is the right. Fact let, that me, it was com- let me let me do it like a like, spoiler. warning. So,
2: <laughs> all right. Let me do like Good a morning. quick spoiler warning. Last last non spoiler thoughts, if you still like. If you're still considering I don't know, going to see it. Hey, listen, I, I'm never gonna it, it did really well, like really so sup- shockingly well in the Insanely box office well. this, this mm-hmm. weekend. And um, hey, kudos, kudos to Blumhouse has something. They just got something in the sauce and I don't know what it is, but sometimes though Except for it, the this exorcist. is Blumhouse, right?
0: Except for the <laughs> yeah, yeah, It is it, Blumhouse, it, yeah. It's like
2: it's it's weird. It's like when they have lately it's like there, I, w- I don't want to call this original, but it's not like a requel. You know what I mean? It's not like you are taking something from the eighties and trying to make a movie out with it and bring back the stars and stuff. It's a, you know, you are taking a whatever. When they do that, I feel like they just they have really big success. And then lately, with these requels, I think audiences are just like kind of done. Yeah, I mean, I requels. guess to be
1: fair, the, the Exorcist Believer did do well financially. Just it was it's very much forgotten about at this point, and they spent so much money on the franchise. yeah, you spent like.
2: Of a billion or whatever, how many, how many dollars it was? Dollars. Oh yeah, it's nuts! Um, so sad. So final thoughts on Five Nights at Freddy's? I thought it was fine. Nah, I mean, it just—I uh, was expecting something. I was expecting like I don't know, bears and and chickens and shit to like be slashing folks, and it's, you know, I don't know. I was I was excited for all that, but it kind of wasn't. It was nice to see Josh Hutcherson back in something.
1: I agree, him hey, and Matthew. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: yeah. So that was cool. Matthew Little, of course. For my, you know, beloved scream Miller. franchise, it was nice seeing him, and what he ends up doing in the yeah. movie, it was really fun. It was a nice he surprise. Ends, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah.
1: I have a lot of <laughs> thoughts like, to say. that yeah. yeah. Worry, so but. we'll
2: we'll we'll get into that, and then um, yeah, that's my final thoughts, I guess. Uh, uh, Jordy, any final thoughts on Five Minutes you?
0: No, I'm excited to get into spoilers because I liked it. So I want to dive into some of the things I liked. (laughs)
2: Nice. Uh, All right, uh, Tyler, I'm guessing your final thoughts is less getting into spoilers. So that's fine. We'll get into spoilers now. Right. (laughs) Five five Nights at Freddy's. Spoiler warning here. If you haven't seen it, click out, come back. Uh, Spoilers in three, two, one. All right, Tyler, go ahead. Unleash Yeah, I mean, because
1: of the marketing and the way I mean, we've known since like day one that Matthew Lillard is the villain, like, like, like William Afton, no matter what they said, (laughs) when they introduced him earlier with his alias and yada yada. So like, it was, it was painful watching. Four hundred flashbacks, and it's like, who is this mysterious man that that stole Mike's brother all those years ago? And it's like, oh come on, I know who it is. You like,
2: <laughs> you like okay, so I went. I was, I was watching. When I was watching it, I was like, it, there's a part that comes on when it's the I don't know the I don't know the creature's name, but it's a bunny. It's the bunny suit. He comes out, and I, and the, the music is like swelling. And it's like this Are you talking about when he's in the suit? Yeah. And I was like, I texted the group chat. And I was like, is this when the audience cheered? Because it feels very much like a cheater for this moment
1: part. There's a lot of moments like that.
2: And and, uh, I think you guys both were like, yeah. And I was like, well. And then you started speaking. And I won't lie. Like, I was into all of that. I was into like the uh reveal i was like oh yes now i can see matthew lillard just completely devoured in another like villain horror role so that was fun. So when he takes off and he's like getting all goofy, that was cool. But like, yeah, that's, that's
1: was what, like that. was what I was, that's what I wanted to say. Like, it felt like to me, he just went back into like Stu Mocker mode, but just oh, in a, was just in a giant animatronic costume where he just literally, it just felt like if Stu Mocker was going you know, to be in a scream movie, this like in this you know year that we're in, like this would be yeah. Stu if he was still alive.
2: So why was that, like, a big reveal, the bunny, when the bunny comes, I guess? Uh, I, I, because, I
1: don't like well, because w- William Afton is, like, the main villain of the okay. Five Nights at Freddy's franchise. and Is that he, what he wears? W- Yeah, well, what happened okay. well, because, it's because of what happens to him. Because the Springlocks, mm-hmm. the Springlocks in the costume crush him, and he, that's his catchphrase, like, I always come back. And um Oh, so he, that's uh,
2: why they he says it in the oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, and that
1: and he <laughs> and that character that character he turns into technically is called Springtrap, where it's like William Afton is like stuck inside of that costume, and that's like a Springtrap is like an iconic character to the franchise.
2: I I feel like what GAs feel like when, like, a big thing happened in, like, <laughs> casual, an MCU like, movie. Casual yeah. moviegoers for like MC, You know when Reed MC Richards stuff? comes in Multiverse of Badness and everyone's screaming and there's, like, a select few who's like, what? I feel like that. It's, <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because
1: I literally saw, like, the funniest tweet earlier. And I even retweeted it because it was so true. Cause uh, I'm not like super into like I mean I like the franchise but like I'm I'm not really like into I didn't I don't really follow a lot of the YouTubers that were in Five Nights at Freddy's mm-hmm. as cameos and when that when Matt Pat came on the game uh, Game Theory he, I've actually I actually do somewhat know his channel uh, but when he yeah. came on he was the guy in the diner that was ta- that was, when oh. they were, when they were talking about uh, when they were talking about trying to like basically kill Josh Hutcherson. And he walks up and tries to, like, take their order and talks about breakfast and all that. He's, like, a really popular YouTuber, especially within that fandom. And I laughed oh, so hard. because Hmm? Sorry?
2: I said, oh, is he? Is he? Uh,
0: I didn't yeah. know that.
1: But um, I was laughing because I saw somebody tweeted earlier because it's so true because it relates to what you were saying, Dwayne. Uh-huh. They were uh-huh. like, "I'm not even joking when I tell you my entire theater erupted when he said, but that's just the theory.' Like it was Captain America carrying Thor's hammer because <laughs> <laughs> it. it's true. Because like... theater, my theater erupted when he got when he came on screen.
2: Really? Oh, oh, my gosh. See that, that? That this is the reason why I did want to I did want to go to the movie theater like Friday night. I was like, man. Look at these like packed theaters. Like I wonder what it's gonna be like to go see the movie. And then I'm like at home last night, and I was like, "Man, this thing is like right here for free on Peacock." I mean, That's I already have it. Like I already have it for wrestling. And I was like, uh, "I got my." That's cat why I'm surprised here. how
0: much money it made because it landed on Peacock the same night it released in theaters. I was surprised more people didn't want to watch it just at home. I
2: I think I I honestly think. I honestly think Peacock is like not. I feel like if they were like, oh, also on Netflix, it'd be like a bigger like, yeah, you yeah. know. But like Peacock is like, who has Peacock? I feel
1: like, like Peacock doesn't have. Yeah. I feel like yeah, I feel like Peacock. I have it because of wrestling. Of you know? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I have it because <laughs> of wrestling, and my grandmother <laughs> yeah. watches Days of Our Lives. Like the, if those. <laughs> if the, that's literally it, like I don't watch anything else on Peacock. I don't. Yeah,
2: I. I, I <laughs> oh don't. Gosh, I didn't that's... get into the continental. The John watch Wick either. thing, Sorry um, yeah, Chucky is on it. But I, what I've been doing with the Chucky show is I've been waiting to, to, until it comes out on Blu-ray, and then I'll get it and watch it. um So, I watch it on yeah.
1: Cable, so I don't even
2: watch right. It right. So it's like peak. I feel like, and and it's like the marketing when they when they they don't they don't like during the trailer they they don't go like add on Peacock. You know, it's kind of like mm, written okay. there at the end of the trailer. And at that point it's like, I mean, I Yeah. I but I do think this is gonna send a wrong message. I mean, we'll get into that when I talk about box office at some point this week, um, either today or tomorrow with Larry regarding mm-hmm uh the way the movie did i feel like that's a bad message because i do feel like they're gonna just you know oh look how much money it did and you know we did it on peacock we can do that for everything else and i would hate for like a megan two to be on peacock oh, and yeah. on, in theaters like don't do all that
1: just yeah it's yeah. it's crazy that they even did that because i mean i remember when they did it for uh, halloween ends and we thought it was ridiculous
2: yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh, I totally so. forgot
0: about that. They did. Like, yeah.
1: They're trying so hard to get people to subscribe to Peacock at this point. Yeah, and like I
0: don't want
2: to. Nobody wants no. to.
0: There's <laughs> no. too many.
2: Yeah, it's way too many services. Everyone's <clears throat> raising their price again. I only have it because of um, WWE and the pay per views and stuff. I'm not spending like sixty bucks for a pay per view. So yeah, it's there. Good. You know, so it's like if something's on Peacock that I like, there is times where like movies that I miss, like Polite Society. I yeah, was randomly yeah, on Peacock after a pay per view and I was like, oh, they have Polite Society, and then I watched it. You know, but for the most part, I am not regularly like, oh <laughs> man, what's on Peacock, dude? <laughs> so it's the, like
1: <laughs> Yeah. The other funny thing I forgot that I was gonna wait to bring up in spoilers just because, just in case. Um they changed some of like the lore stuff around that I remember from the video games because in the video games, uh Josh Hutchinson's character, Mike he is actually William Afton's son. Like he, oh, he went. Oh, under, interesting. He, he, yeah, he's like a he went undercover, I guess, to technically to like work there and like try and stop his father's crazy stuff. So I thought that was yeah. interesting. They switched it around and made Vanessa this Vanessa character, the one that's related, the daughter. To, yeah, Elizabeth yeah. Lale. So that mm. was that. I thought that was an interesting lore twist because I feel like that you kind of have to do that with the way that this movie is structured. It would make no sense. If, mm-hmm. if, yeah. if, if, if it was
2: josh Hutcherson. <laughs> so jordy did you have any uh spo- yeah, i know you said you said you had some spoiler thoughts what were some of your spoilery kind of oh yeah
0: thoughts? i most of it revolve i guess it would be more of kind of like a minor complaint of like predictability because <laughs> i yeah. think mm-hmm. like obviously you know like right away that matthew lillard is the owner because he just looked too suspicious but like I'm fine with that. It was fine. But I think, like, <laughs> Elizabeth Lail the whole time was so, like, you could just, like, tell what like what character she was gonna be. I was like, I bet he's her dad. She's gonna have some history. She knows too much stuff. Like, I wish they would have done a better job weaving her character in a little bit because it was just, it was too obvious. She,
1: she was, like, the one cop in town.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, she showed up and, like, was comfortable going inside when, like, most people clearly, like, don't go in. Like, I don't know. It was just – I didn't really, like, love her character. I love Elizabeth Lale, but um, I didn't really, like, love her character. But now that you've said that about, like, how Mike in the game is his son, it makes sense that they would, like, switch it up and have a different character.
1: I, I feel but like I'm this curious. town was so nonchalant about, like, everyone just being sent to this place and dying.
0: yeah. <laughs> like does know yeah, like does more of that care stuff. about the security guards? <laughs> yeah, like, like, I want like, to like more of that.
2: Like lore, like what's going on yeah. with the town, what how does the town feel Is the town ravaged, you know because but that's of this also, thing?
0: that's also like why when I was saying, you know, I wish that Mike had been more knowledgeable about Freddy's. It, cuz it didn't make sense to me that his you know, brother disappears. He's obviously like that's like top of his mind always. Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel like it seemed like a small town. I would have like wanted to understand how the whole like Freddie's getting shut down impacted the town like a little bit, not a lot, but like right. some newspaper clippings or something. Um, but I, I feel like he, he would have researched that because if there were kids going missing around the same time as his brother, how would you not make that connection if you were like from that town? That's worse. what I mean.
1: Like I just thought it was so we- like very convenient that he just so happened to work go and get a job at the place of the the owner that also right. kidnapped his brother.
0: Yeah, and that like that that seemed to just be like his generic like placed career counselor or whatever. Like he didn't like request him. It was just like fate. So What
1: are the odds, yeah?
0: I wanted I wanted Josh's character to be like a little bit more smart in the sense of like having that knowledge because then elizabeth lael was kind of just there to be like hey like this happened here and like that happened then and <laughs> yeah. this is this and i wish that yeah. we could have avoided that that was like one of my gripes with yeah. it
1: and and in similar and similar to what i was saying i also felt like with this even though that whole cust- that custody battle thing being such like a you know a major uh plot line i thought it was just odd how it was wrapped up and just that like the animatronics just murder everyone, yeah, <laughs> and they just move on. <laughs> like, like there was, there's no invest, there's no investigation yeah, on the suspiciousness of his aunt, his aunt just being murdered or found dead because an animatronic killed her in their house. In, <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I, I feel then, like the cops would be like, he murdered his aunt because he wants custody. Like, <laughs> that's how it looks. My, it. My I didn't
1: main... think that was cool because. What Dwayne was saying about the uh, animatronics, you know, you know, going out of their, you know, going out of the pizzeria, you know, cow you know, that was like the one kill that where an animatronic, I guess, left the pizzeria and killed somebody.
2: And then my main, uh, my main other, I guess, um, spoiler thing is, was that 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 boy at the end, that's the brother, right? The Which one? Oh, the who blonde. The door. Yeah, the one that closed the door. On, oh,
1: yeah. On
2: so what's that? What uh, that? I mean,
1: about? that's not that's not that's not that's not Mike's brother. Mike's brother had blocked. Oh, that was just a kid. They, they, I they
2: yeah. Kids. He
1: was he was just one of the animatronics. I think he was Freddy. I think he was Freddy of of because they're all because that's their whole thing. They're all like ghost children because they have like
2: animatronics. Oh, oh. They're um
1: they're they're all they well in the games they, they uh he kills these kids and he stuffs their dead bodies into animatronics.
2: Oh, you see
0: that's that one.
1: So I, I, I noticed they're supposed like, to be like powered by ghosts of children.
2: Okay, so and they're man, still in movie. there. This movie just right over my head, dude. I don't. I was like, "What's happening?" By the end of it, I was
1: <laughs> it's, like, "It's what a, wi- is it's, it's, it's wild." I mean, it, it's a, it's a wild concept. They didn't like touch upon it too much because it's like, because Nights at Freddy's* is ridiculous, like with the yeah. lore and the backstory. Like, there's whole videos, like that, like that, that Matt, that YouTuber Matt Pat, uh, Game mm-hmm. Theory. There's like a whole video on his channel because he—that's like his thing. He breaks down the lore a lot of yeah. the, the franchise, and there's like you can watch an entire like eight-hour-long lore video oh to get the God. full story of the Five Nights at Freddy's lore because it's just that crazy and intricate, and there's just so much ins- insanity.
2: Um. All right. Well, I just <laughs> listen. It's uh, everybody who had fun, I am happy for you. The box office is insane. I mean, that's always good to see for like these kind of movies to get some good box office. So I'm happy for y'all, but it ain't for me. Okay, so I'm just going to end that there. <laughs> any final thoughts from you guys on Fire Nights at Freddy's? Uh, Jordy? any final thoughts?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think despite some imperfections, I had such a good time with it and I am very excited to see what they do with the sequels. I hope that obviously they don't like get too wild with it i kind of want them to like dial some things back a little bit but Mm -hmm. hopefully we get some some more kills in future installments and i'm really excited to see like matthew lillard just go wild yeah need more matthew lillard in my life
1: i that that, that was that was the issue for me is that i love matthew lillard and he wasn't in it enough
0: yeah so it's like i'm i'm ready for him to be a crazed puppet
2: (laughs) and uh and tyler how about you
1: yeah, I mean, it's definitely not without its flaws. It, it's not. It's not. You know, it's not one of my. It's not my favorite horror movie of the year or anything by far. But I. I mean, I had enough fun with it where it's definitely not my worst. It's not. It's not near the bottom at all. But it's not near the top. It's kind of like in the middle for me. Uh, but I think, like I said before, I think it lays a solid enough groundwork to build upon for better sequels. Hopefully, uh, maybe. We'll see. I mean, who knows how long it'll take to get another film in production. I'm assuming they'll fast-track it just because it just made so much money, regardless of mm-hmm. what like the scores yeah. were. But I hope that they spend a little bit more time on the screenplay for this one, the, the sequel, I mean, just because I feel like that was kind of the weaker, one of the more weak elements to the film. And just... yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the franchise is wild, so I hope they don't go too off the rails if, in a sequel. But the fa- I think if they do build upon what happened with this movie and Elizabeth Lael's character, I guess, being in a coma or getting better and whatever goes on with Mike in a sequel. But I think the most exciting element for me, like she was like, like Jordy was saying was uh, the possibility of having Matthew Lillard as the big, big bad guy stuck in the spring trap costume. Like that's like, I, as long as he's in it more next time, I think it'll be an even better sequel. Cause that yeah, I, awesome. I,
2: I agree. Like more into the lore of the actual place and just more slasher, sla- I mean, for me, is like that stuff. Like uh, when Matthew will, like math when the bunny, whatever it's called, gets the knife. I'm like, yeah, start slashing people. I don't know. So, but <laughs> when, it, when it got into all that stuff, I was into it. But so, I guess for me, I would want more I, of that and whatnot. I just
1: think it's. I just think it's really tough to have like such a huge body count, unless they just, unless maybe in yeah, the sequel yeah. they like reopen it. Yeah, because like, no. it's like there's there's nobody there's nobody coming to this place unless you're gonna have the the animatronics keep going to people's houses and murdering people,
0: which would be yeah a little a <laughs> little weird.
1: Yeah, I guess they um... never really. I guess I, I guess I guess they well yeah they took a taxi right. Yeah, yeah they, yeah, they uh, the his sister and uh, the Golden Freddy got in the taxi and went and murdered that lady. I guess yeah, I guess that's so why we never saw him again because he had to walk back. <laughs>
2: They can, or maybe uh,
1: Balloon, the, the, the guy brought in because they did show that guy again, the cab driver, because they kept... Mm-hmm. Uh, that oh, blo-
0: yeah, because he had the little face.
1: Balloon boy kept scaring yeah. everybody. That, stoop, that little goofy Balloon character from the Five Nights at Freddy's with the jump scares.
0: <laughs> so
2: I mean, we'll see what happens, I guess. But that is it, everyone, for our review of Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, if you've seen it, let us know what you thought of it. Let us know what you think about how well it's doing as well. And uh, that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. This is an episode of Cinemania Nightmares, our nightmares review. Uh, I'll go around the call, get everyone's social media. So start with you, Tyler. Let everyone know they can follow you.
1: Yeah, well, if you search up Tyler Calvert on YouTube, you'll find my channel for more, plenty of reviews, reactions, rankings, all that stuff. I have a review up for Five Nights at Freddy's, of course, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter slash X at it's Tyler Calvert, and same for Instagram.
2: All right, and Jordy.
0: Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at Jordy Reviews It, and then jordyreviewsit.com.
2: All right, everyone. You can follow me on Twitter at CityMeDeck94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Tyler and Jordy. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.